Okay, it's time to part with Betfair and preview Quokka Karakata Day at Ascot. It's uh, BJ Ryan, Terry Layton and Daniel Cripps. We are teaming up to record episode 163 of the 1-1. This is your West Australian Racing Podcast. It's bang on 10 a.m. Thursday, the 13th of April. Narogen. Narogen is in action again today. Ascot and Kalgoorlie on Saturday and it's Geraldton Gold Cup on Sunday. Just mentioned to Terry before, no Tash Faithful in the Geraldton Cup. She would have been going for three big country cups in a week. Oh, bang. Yeah, so. Yeah, no, suspension kicks off midnight Saturday. Was that out of? Don't know. Anything? Okay. Don't know. Right. Um, yeah, so plenty of racing and uh, if we get bored, Later today at the at the trilogy launch, Terry will be leaning on you for some narrative mail. Have you done mm, the form? Specials, yeah. Yeah, morals everyone? Yeah, morals. Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. Don't give away your trade secrets, mate. Um, all right, stay tuned. Stay tuned, BJ. Throughout the show for info on how you can enter the market. City mates, get out, stakes, competition. And as BJ mentioned before, no um, Mundaring Hotel uh, Mastermind this week. Chris Parnham will be on next week going for number Three yes. in a row. Survived so, a scare from yeah. the Hawk, didn't he? He did survive a, uh, a scare from the Hawk who went around at a pretty big price, but um, yeah, he'll be better for the runner. I reckon <laughs> Chris will just accelerate from here. He'll be our third five-timer. That's my guess. All right. Okay. Very good. Um, Kripa, Guri, will, will we be able to find you guys on any uh, other um, Betfair-related um Right not me. I've been Absolutely. pretty quiet lately, so just leave it all for Terry. Lays content. Gone. Sorry, <laughs> I love your strategy. Though. I must admit, I like you. I didn't. I knew yesterday's one. I thought you were in strife because it was. It looked such a two or three horse race. Yeah. But I like your strategy of laying places at short prices. I need one. You're in that. No, exactly right. Um, I actually really like your strategy because yeah. it works on you get a unit for the price it was, don't you? Have you got your trumpet one ready? Yeah, back, back <laughs> the winner. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh dear me! Do you like um? Who's your favourite jockey on front runners? I can never tell. Uh, Holly Watson, Daylight, oh, and then third is Keshaw. Easy. Yeah. Okay. And it's not even about how good they are when they hit the front. It's that the fact that it's you know if they draw just wide, them. no, and they're going to go forward. Like that's what I like about Holly and Keshaw is that you just have confidence that they're going to be positive out of the gates. Where there's other jockeys in WA who are probably a lot better riders, but if you Try and back them on a horse drawn wide. You just don't know whether they're going to mm. flop out the back and then you don't really want to be on. Yeah. No, 100% agree. 100% agree. That's why we were pretty excited about having Holly on in a feature race when she couldn't claim because we thought we would be forward mm. racing in the first couple at least, maybe not leading. But, uh, yes, uh, she will go well without the claim, without doubt. BJ. Yeah. I haven't actually – it's taken us a while. We haven't even mentioned Halitorian yet. So – We'll get there. We'll get there. All right. <laughs> Bit of Halitorian tiredness, to be honest. <laughs> All right, so just one one reminders. Uh, uh, the the West Australian Racing Podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, and all other major platforms. So please download, subscribe, like, follow, and if there's an opportunity to give us a five star rating, Terry, then what should they do? Uh, consider it exactly. Uh, all right, let's get cracking on our preview, and we'll start with the Ascot Track Report, brought to you by Witten's Irrigation and Design. Whether it's racetrack, residential, or commercial, water wisely with Wittens. Terry. Um, sorry, what are we talking about? So the rail is in the uh. three meter <laughs> position, and it's uh, we're looking. Well, this was weather from yesterday. Twenty degrees maximum, cloudy. We got a drop of rain on the way in this morning. Cripper, I arrived just before you. Did you cop any rain? Come no rain on the way in. Yeah, looks like we might get a little bit this afternoon. But what's Brad reckon? 
Ah, Brad Cripps. Uh, yeah. I'm actually asking. <laughs> pretty, pretty confident on the side. Yeah, yeah. Wait, wait for him to, He's for him to get right side. into the depths of winter when um when he comes to yeah. the fore. But he can tell you to, to a mil. To a mil. And a no, week, no, no, week no. in advance. The exact minute he'll get there, too. Yeah, it's just yeah, it's unbelievable. Gift. Yeah, just it is. The gift that the farmers have. Yep. Um, I thought, I know there's been a bit of talk about potentially a soft six or seven, but for me, I just can't see it being any worse than a soft five. Because if we do get, say, 10 mils of rain in the next couple of days, well, doesn't that just mean they take 10 mils of irrigation off? It's pretty I think, yeah, the, I think, I think there's far forward. less forecast for I think, I think Friday. it's the, the cloud cover, talking to Craig, which is which impacts the- And the wind. Yeah. The yeah. wind dries it. Yeah, um, the wind. A so lot more. So, so if, the wind, yeah. So if there's- if, if, I think if they get the seven, that they're the maximum they're predicting today, um, and then there's cloud cover all day today, tomorrow and Saturday, then it might be- Closer to might be like a five and a half or something like that. So just okay. looking, yeah, there's a heap of wind between now and uh, Saturday morning yep. too. So yep. and it actually drops off nicely for and the, the track, day of racing. The track was was zooming last Saturday. I don't, um, don't know what came through on your your figures, Cripper, but yeah, especially later in the day, I think Weapon Sun's time was elite for the for the mile. So the track was in pretty pretty good order last Saturday. So no racing during the week. Um, and uh, yeah, so it just, just depends on whether we get the one or the seven today, I think, as to whether it's going to be a four, five or a five, six type thing comes up. Looking, looking ominous at the moment. Is it? Well, I'm just looking at the clouds. Oh, right, right. Sorry, I, thought, I, thought, <laughs> I just thought Terry was on a radar. Nah. Or <laughs> no, no, I got Brad on speed time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just looking upwards, it looks ominous. But uh, yeah, I've, I'm the same. I started for a soft five. Didn't really overthink it, to be honest. Well, it's, it's just the the... Ha- if they're getting their toe into it, especially when it comes to assessing the Eastern Staters and one horse in particular, Bella Nipatina. Well, I looked then, through then Bella Nipatina in that sense, and it looks like it doesn't matter if it's wet; it needs to be drenched. She's a um, looks like she's a proper heavy track horse. I'd like I think it. she's an elite heavy track horse, but she's she does still in, effective. Yeah, yeah, she's soft guy. Yeah, yeah, but she's she's better with definitely when it's raining. Money, I want to see come for her, isn't it? I yeah. want to see our track manager do a bit of a. Um, Indian cricket impersonation and just doctor our track for the WA horses. Like, <laughs> we know Bellin fast. We know Bellin Ipatina's elite on the soft. So I just hope there's not a mill of irrigation going on up between <laughs> oh, now and Saturday because still, be. yeah, it's, we've got the star filly. It's our home deck. So let's make sure yeah. it's closer to a good four as possible. Yeah, yeah, that's a great point. Yeah, that is a great that. point. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we'll see what happens um, over the next couple of days. But interesting also is that the start time for race one eleven twenty four means you don't have that extra hour, hour and a half of drying time before the first Ooh. horses get stuck into it as well. So it's an hour and a half less sleep. <laughs> yes, that's true. Race one is the Schweppes handicap, 1,100 metres for the three-year-olds. Um, some of these went around against each other. Last start, there's um, Cosmopolitan Girls on the quick backup after being very competitive running Snowdome to less than a length um, last Saturday over the 1,000 metres, just the seven horses to face the starter. Our guest, Daniel Cripps, any view on the uh, three-year-old to kick things off? Not too much uh, relative to the market. I think it looks quite well in place. Uh, As the market suggests, they've got four key chances, Export Girl, Cosmo, rumor says, and Potshot. I'm pretty confident the winner comes from those four. Mm-hmm. I had Cosmopolitan Girl on top, but a $3.50 favorite. So currently $3.60, which obviously won't get me. It's hard in races like this when there's such a small field and your market looks similar to 
the corporates because they just get to add on 30% tax to theirs. So, you know, to find an overlay is, uh, is quite challenging. So, no, I'll wait and see what Betfair does. But if I'm going to have to have a bet, it will be Cosmo. But, yeah, at this stage, prices won't get me. I think she maps really well, probably lands 1-1. And, yeah, I reckon that Snowdome form probably would be the best form going into this. So have you got make your point leading? You term? tell us. You're the Wolfie Yard person because if make your point decides to sit and export girl gets given the front at eleven twenty in the morning, um, I reckon export girl will be hard to run down. But if make your point I reckon, crosses, I reckon there'll be a tweet coming if that. And if export, because <laughs> no, oh, I'm the same as Crip. I've marked Cosmo Girl three fifty. I don't yeah. really have any interest in this race whatsoever. No, I, I, I'm assuming. I haven't spoken to Steve, but I'm assuming make your point. Leads, deep envy, yeah. lead us back, which probably means uh, export breeze and, as Crip said, Cosmo 1-1. So, yeah, that'll be the winning line, I suspect. It'll be export girl, Cosmo girl, um, and then on that back, it depends whether Canny Rock holds the back of Thingy or if Pike can get the back with Pot Shot, pot shot. of yep. Cosmo. And I don't know, he could probably have the last crack at him and just will it over the line. It's a pretty underrated horse. So I quite like Pot Shot, actually. I, I, most of them should be around the same sort of the same price. Mm, um, yeah. I just uh, think the market, what we've seen with Pot Shot in the past is it really doesn't like it. Like, <laughs> even with Pike on. So yeah. my, my plan is to hold fire. What do you think? Um, what what's what will get you for Pot Shot? Oh, I, I've marked the race. Loosely 350 Cosmo, 420 the next two. Taking yep. on rumor says with the pads on. Yeah. Just a hard horse to trust, you know, the way it's racing. Um, very good horse. But um, so I don't know. If five bucks won't really excite me. That's the thing. Mm. Like I'm hoping a stupid drift and there's wild money for one of the other two. And we see six, six fifty. Even then I'm not that perturbed. Yeah. So yeah, I was leaning leaning pot shot, if anything, um, for a tip in the in the first, just with with Pike on. I like the way that sort of hit the line. First or fresh? What was that? Uh, first up of fifty-five days last start. Failed um, first up last prep, then one second up too. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think they've found that the key to, to riding the horse as well. Just quite suit suit Pike. Pike can just tack on and Kenny get, rocks get last the horse. Kenny yeah. rocks the horse. The map horse. Absolutely cool. Yeah. Kenny yeah. Rock holds the back of Cosmo Girl and he has to go. Kenny Rock. Joey. Joey. Yeah. Okay. If, if they were drawing the opposite, it'd be an easy go. But um, yeah, I can see Pike being on the Canny Rock or going back to the fence, the wrong line, and I don't think he can give Cosmo two lengths. Okay. If he has his back, he gets him, I reckon. Yeah, Cosmo does go up four and a half kilos, but um, the Snowdome sort of form sort of feels like it's superior, doesn't it? So I, I actually thought Snowdome any good. Girl would hold the front, just thinking that if Shooter's riding, it's Wolfie's number one seed, and I thought Wolfie might say to Brad, will just don't chop my yeah. my best or something. Exactly yeah. right. Hashtag stable tactics. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I don't want to get involved here because I reckon if that does occur um, and export rolls with the shades on out in front um, early in the day, it might even be an easterly still at 11.20 in the morning. I don't know. I just think that's a bit of an interesting And one, so. there'd be nothing untoward about export girl leading when – she sat outside the no, speed exactly, exactly. over 1,000 right. metres last start. Yeah, she so. led, I think she led first up. Yeah, it pretty. will be a bit funny when Brad on Make Your Point from the breeze suddenly pulls the brakes <laughs> and just goes right back on him for a prevent, but that's okay. <laughs> All right, race two is the Tab Touch Be Better at Life West Speed Platinum Handicap over the 1,600 metres. Pretty even lot this, and which is what we come to expect from these West Speed Platinum races, Terry. Yeah, not for me, mate. This is the market's pretty bang on. Awesome chat has got the best form, but yeah. A, how does it map? And B, is it past its best this campaign? Call again at every chance last start. I guess the thing in its favour here is that the two that beat at home aren't here. Mm -hmm. um, so I can make a case for call again. Forever Dreaming is the one I'm happy to 
take on at the mile. Maybe it won't run at a super strong mile. I'm not sure. Um, Sessions peak. I think that could be the drifter on Betfair, and that might be the one that gets my money. So I reckon if you get a second up run, which is the only time I backed at this prep, if you look at that as well, he was, you know, they got like the, the white on there. Mm. Is that just like a muck lather of sweat? He was just, is that what on that the, is? Across the breastplate. Yeah. 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 Okay. Because yeah. if you look at all of his other runs, his prep, which I, I thought you'd enjoy this one, Crip, because this, this is a new one for me. He hasn't had that. So I think he was, I don't think he was a happy horse that day because he was a very sweaty. And I know if I'm very sweaty, I'm not a very happy Terry. So um, sessions peak up for the mile, off seven days, somewhere near the 1-1. One, one. Uh, if that gets out to seven, eight, nine dollars, it might get me. And I'll uh, I'll probably save on call again just because- How many runners has Webster's got in this race? Well, they've got four runners. Yeah, four, why not as well? Four of the nine. Not yeah. impossible yep. to run one, two, three, four either. Yeah, I was- if anything, like I thought this race was a complete pass, but if anything, I was just going to monitor Divine Quest price. Doesn't win very often, didn't mind its run the other day. Coiled up, Brad Parnham on one crack at him. Might, might that isn't a bad price, yeah. actually. I didn't really even consider that. I was 12, yeah. Grip, actually, got a model? Divine Quest. No, it's exact, the four horses that you called out were the exact same as my marketing order. I actually admittedly did this race this morning, had a bit of form fatigue last night. We. Mm. Yeah. The fields have been small recently and not as many races to do, and all of a sudden had to do nine races with big fields. So, um, yeah, by the time I got to this race, it was almost putting the two hard basket pretty quickly. But, yeah, Martin at $5 a field, no interest in betting. Perfect. Race three is the Furphy Handicap. Graduation, one Metro win over the 1,200. Another smallish field here with the nine runners. Uh, had some interesting well significant market move uh, since uh, brad bet put out his uh, his prices at 6 p.m last night and the big firmer is legacy of tara uh first up eye catcher behind um he's gold and top of the pops second up cjp goes on replacing Taj dyson and looks like legacy of tara and the resuming brave venture smart horse from the brad graham yard they look to dominate betting at the moment yeah, I think Brad just had his market a bit tight. So I think he had like Sweet Tea, oh, I don't like six, seven dollars supportive, six, seven misfields yep. in the fours. Um, yeah, I just think his market was a bit tight, which meant the favourites um, and the favourite in particular, Legacy of Tara. Was it what price you got? Five bucks? Yeah. Who's that? Legacy of yeah, yeah, Five. Yeah. yeah. So I just think that was just, that's the reason it was sort of pushed out. I think everyone else this morning went up mid threes yeah, or so. Five, yeah. So there's probably only been one fluck this morning. And yeah, look, she's, she's the way I want to go. I, I For a horse who's won in her manner, which is breezing, sitting deep and kicking clear to then sort of not be on speed first up and run a quicker last two than Thomas Magnum and Top of the Pops, that suggests like proper proper good horse so um i like clint going on and if clint can find a spot i'm hoping that protected action and michelada go quick and it creates a vacuum and can find a spot either in fourth one off or in sixth one off um yeah i think the three and a half kilo swing on brave venture if it does follow it into the race which mm -hmm. would be worst case scenario um i think it might be enough to hold it out so i'm i'm actually two dollars ninety legacy atara but i think i'll be holding for the rest of the bet i think we can maybe see better like brave ventures a horse they like to back crypt yeah, this is one I was actually planning on touching on this at the top of the show where hunting's got harder than what it was two years ago because there's just another – you used to just have to do your form, find the right horse that was suited and then get a price bet and then to win, which is hard enough. But now you have to not only beat the corpus, but you've got to beat the tabs or the snipers. Mm -hmm. And this one for me – so I went to bed last night. I think it was – 
four dollars sixty on Bradbet, which I can't really get on. So I just wait, hoping that everyone's going to follow. And look, Green Tab actually did go up four twenty, which would have still been a bet for me. Uh, within the space of seconds, it's into low threes. And last night went to bed thinking. And I'm not super keen, so it's not the end of the world, but thinking this is probably going to be my best of the day and now I'm probably not going to have a cent on early. So You used to know my rule, didn't you, how I used to grab the Bet365 prices because Bet365, no matter how wild a price they go up, they don't move because they cut you off hard. There's no, <laughs> There's no one betting on. on. There's no – like the other companies, what they do is they'll bet you to win 500, 1,000, 2,000, whatever they may do, and they use you then – they use those accounts then as a marker account, which is it's probably a good way of doing business in all fairness, or just don't go up that early, I guess, would be the other way of doing business. But with 365, I used to write them all down and go, oh, hopefully, you know, they go up the same. And then if they – because they often didn't, they'd go up 20, and then the next company would go up 10, and I'd be like, oh, but – I still marked at sevens and the 10's a good price or whatever. So, so you don't even check 365 anymore? I still, no, I still do it, but I very much with a grain of salt. Very much with yeah, a grain yeah. of salt. Um, yeah, but uh, I, I agree 100%. It's a it's a different game these but days. I, remember I reckon it's like 10 years ago, 14, 12 years ago maybe. I just – taking prices and stuff like – like, because I was working, I had a full-time job at the time. I, I wouldn't even worry about waiting till odds come up. I just check them when I got a chance at work or like when I had a break. Or And I also think the people doing the markets were a lot shitter as well. <laughs> like, it was, uh, there was a lot of what I said to you the other day or a while ago is there's not as many freebies as we used to get. Like, I reckon the, the, the amount of times we backed things at $4 that it started eighty like 10 years ago is incredible. No now, now it would yeah. be twice a year that we get one like I remember that, you know? so. three years ago, I remember we nearly came to fisticuffs over a price moving from <laughs> three dollars Yeah, the last. You, and BJ, do you remember <laughs> that race? We were down at the pub. I saw it go up, and I thought, "Oh, fuck, I've got a couple of grand in me in cash in, um, in tickets here." There's the rain, and I uh, so I snuck over to the machine because I knew it was the wrong price, and I've just gone whack, and then I've gone whack again at the next. Why are you betting on your own? While I bet on my own and my own account, and the threes is into two bucks pretty quickly, and, and crit was properly upset it. <laughs> next day it comes out starts at dollar eighty. It was about three forty, and Terry moved it into two sixty, and I was profit seeing red. And it's, I, I think I ended up taking the 250, 260. Well, it started at $1.70. $1. and it was one the of the biggest, biggest moral <laughs> beats in the history <laughs> of the game. It was just fitting for how the whole thing played. And, uh, but now, so. like, so what I'm trying to say is that yeah. what I was just, you know, about to fight Terry over, that happens every day now. Like, yeah. those 340s, sometimes if I really like one- I don't even one, get to the tab very well. I actually though. get angry if it goes up too big a price because I know it won't last. You want it to be where people are going, hmm, uh, it, is it that a bet on it? It depends for me. I think there's some that still are horses people just want to be on. So mm -hmm. say Legacy of Tara is one. I don't think it's as strongly one of those, but do you know how there's just that horse that everyone wants to be on? No matter what it goes up, people will take the opening flock. You might have a 220 and you're hoping for 260, 280, whatever. goes up $1.90 because the market makers really like it and want to keep it safe. Someone will still take it. Someone wants to be on. Like if I, they have the mindset, I think with a lot of punters, if I don't get on early, I'm never getting on. Mm. Like that's my only yeah. chance. But yeah, we do we'll have, have the chance. That little bird told me is a good example. That gets walloped early every yeah. start and then just drifts up the wind. I'm late. trying to justify its drift. I think it's because often smaller trainers with lower strike rates and whatnot, that can sort of be part of that drift. But I also see... Smaller trainers getting walloped. The, the well. so I was the, trying to justify why that drift because that that got me yesterday the, when it got the wall back. The Derby was interesting last back. last week. Woke up last Saturday morning. I think Awesome John was two fifty two sixty or something like that. I think um, Betfair SP Awesome John three ninety six. 
Three, so, yeah, that was a, yeah, it was 215, uh, she's fit, two, uh, 396, awesome John. I only so missed one. Got crunched. Awesome John. Yeah, yeah, yeah so same as that. Got yeah. crunched early and then just easy, really late. Mm-hmm. And people just want to be on. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I, I just assumed that it was going to stay 250, 260, 270 type the whole time, but in late, just. I think I left it out of my quarter because it was 250. Yeah. And yeah. Mm-hmm. if I did it a minute before the race, I probably would have left she's fit out. I was just. Just didn't want to have. You know, I don't even know why I left it out. I, I, no, exactly the same. <laughs> exactly the same. As soon as you went back, I said, "Yeah, it's yeah. all over." Yeah. Anyway, um, so this race here, the Furphy handicap, we've just been speaking about Legacy, Legacy Atara and the the uh, off a tangent, the market moves. <laughs> uh, snipers. I really like this Brave Venture as a prospect. I also don't blame the snipers either. The more I think, I used to be really angry. Now I'm like, well, yeah, you got to do you. Jeez. If I. If I get they don't have a service like you. It's a bit of a, yeah, yeah, I know. I sort of, yeah. Okay. I'm guilty of moving a lot of prices. There's, there's one we'll talk about shortly, which I think I've, I was part of moving um, later on. But, uh, yeah, it's it's pretty wild stuff. It is what it is. Anyway, BJ. Yes. So, um, Brave Venture looks like he's uh, got a bit of quality about him. Two from two, last prep, and uh, had a break and trolled up nicely at Lark Hill. On the 3rd of April, Ponif on board, goes back, tries to go around and zap him late, Guru? Yeah, I think so. Look, yep. We'll try and follow Legacy to some degree. Has yep. some gate speed, but uh, loved the trial, the road mm. venture. So, yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if it uh, comes in. Legacy Atara, I, I want my 350. Yep. I feel just to have a, a bit of note, just because I feel there is that little bit of trust she lacks. She's failed miserably on a couple of occasions, but uh, that first that run, that was enough for me to have something on, bikinish. Okay. Um, I, I like Brave Venture to get the job done there, but uh, can tell you right every time. Can see exactly where you guys are coming from. That uh, run was too good to ignore. First up from Legacy of Tower. Race four is the Amelia Park Lamb Handicap, seventy-two plus over the eighteen hundred meters. It's nice that True Attraction is actually in this race, so we get a true scale of seventy-two plus because these have been scaled up. Significantly. Well, it would late. have been a 62 plus, 64 Something, plus, yeah. the highest, because there's a 74 Raider, so a kilo over the minimum. I was looking at that. It's, yeah, it's fascinating, isn't it? It's very interesting placement with Flair and the Wind, who was scratched a couple of times from right now. If it wins this, it'll get 10 points. Like it's very, and it's down in trip after looking like it really wanted another go at the trip. Mm-hmm. Um, Jeez, very odd placement. <laughs> Flair it should have won the other day. That was always going to be the case from Barrier 2 with a heap of speed on it. Just though, got, but it just got put through the running rail going yeah. down straight the first time, just very costly. But anyway, yeah, um, yeah interesting. You're right, because Flower in the Wind was actually in the race that was won by Export Man last Saturday. And it was in a race and it was on, a, on the Friday with the 60 kilos. Yeah. It was won by Hereford Checks, yeah. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, mile race. Yeah. Um, but yeah, anyway, and True Attraction's not with Hayden either. It's gone. You know what they pay for True Attraction, I'm pretty sure? 100? 150? No. Yeah, pretty sure they paid dollars. For? No, not I think that so. much, surely. I could be wrong, but yeah. um, I haven't been before. Aaron Pateman has, has got hold of True Attraction, so mm. he'll be no doubt... Um, I don't know. I don't know what he can do with a 86, no. 86 Raider. Yeah, he drops seven points hard. So. Seems a bit high for a Northwest type, but maybe, maybe 
Broom Cup. I don't know. A dirt horse. Poor yeah. old true attraction. That's harsh. Yeah. Um, no, yeah, well, that's, the thing I that's, found, that's where Aaron, Aaron will be heading. So The thing I found with this market, there was plenty I'm happy just to put a line through. Wee Ripper's absolutely none from that gate. I don't know how it's single figures. Blackwater Bay's trial looked like it wanted to go to the southwest again. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's 12 bucks. Um, Flower in the wind. I'm happy risking from that gate in a race with no speed. And Pickler Signora gets negative weight swings on all of these and can't usually utilize the gate either. So quite a few that are sort of around that $10 mark. Um, I'm pretty happy to rule a line through. You got any strong thoughts here? <coughs> yeah, well, I don't love the feeling of this race, but my market's telling me that I have to be on Cisco Joe and – Classic Road, mm -hmm. they're, they're both above my price at the moment. Mm -hmm. um, no, it's a little bit boring, but thought um, it's probably especially Cisco Joe. That's the one I'd say I'll be making the result. But that Weapon Sun form's obviously really good. And then don't know what happened last start. Didn't seem to get out of the gates that well. Had to be ridden. Um, then had to take off early when I think it was awesome chatter. Wasn't really going anywhere. But um, he hit the line pretty good, so less speed in this. Barry won. She'll get a soft run. Drops three and a half kilos too, I think. So, And I just think, you know, there, there is a good chance or a chance that, you know, slowly run race Barry one can sort of be a coffin sometimes. But if Carberry can get the split at the right time, then that was the horse I had as my market elect. And then, yeah, classic rogue, almost identical run to Cisco Joe last start. So they were the only two I had in – um, single figures. Oh, sorry, I was actually I was a bit uh, not paying attention before. Not sure what other horses you talked about, but <laughs> the I one basically, I basically just said about five. Did you say what did you say about said no one ever? Uh, no, I, I give it a hope. The thing, the big thing in said no one's ever favour is a. I hate the horse more than anything in the entire world. We'll get to that in a second. And B, <laughs> it probably they should be taking the bull by the horns and leading yeah. here. Um, and it's a it's a better horse on a wet track, so. Um, yeah, from a big unit like that out in front, no weight. It's, I mean, that's in a, in a race without speed, that's straight away your, your some chance. And yeah. for the two you like, who I've probably got pretty, thing. yeah, for the two I've got, they're pretty strong in my market. I think it leading and giving a kick is what exactly what you want if you're on horses in one and two. You yeah. don't want, you know, a hundred dollar pop to be floating along out in front. Yeah, I've got, I've got said no one ever leading, maybe we ripper coming across and sitting outside it. The only yeah. thing I wanted to make note with uh, said no one said ever. No one ever. Early, yeah. though. It takes a while to muster. But I just don't think there's going to be anything really wanting to lead. So I might just get there by yep. default. Go Bella could potentially roll the dice to a degree. So I know there's been a bit of racing that's happened since late Jan, but Classic Rogue and said no one ever clashed in Albany. Um, Classic Rogue went around 290 and beat said no one ever by over six lengths, which went around 11 bucks. Obviously, Pike is replacing Cassie Martinian, but campaign. yeah, different horse. Yeah, said no one ever was absolutely battling early doors in Albany. Hits some form. Yeah, well, well, was it coming off a long break? So I'll, no, tell you a, I'll tell you a story actually, Peter. Um, three starts ago, I've told you both this story already. Three starts ago, I absolutely Let's declared it again on a wet track. <laughs> absolutely declared it. Waited for MBL's crypt, and you know what? By the morning, it had drifted. <laughs> it had drifted. I think it opened fifteen. So by the time I could get in at nine AM, it was close to twenty bucks. I opened, I literally had 20 betting accounts. My Zed bets me everywhere that's full of wankers. Anyway, I, I just went bang, <laughs> got on. And then later that afternoon with a few of them, I went back and went, went again. Anyway, I jumped about $6 on Betfair, settled last, never really in the race. Comes out, wins its next two. Since find out, it may not have been 100% that day, which I didn't find out till it won its next two. So that's just a hard luck story, BJ. Mm, that's my story, yeah. Mm, yeah, it is actually, yeah. Yeah, very unlucky punting. So yeah, deserved to win and still 
hoping they pay me out one day. But I just <laughs> I just hope it doesn't win for the sake that sake of me not being on again. I'm definitely not going to be on on Saturday. So. Who will be on BJ? I like the two. That yeah, you, okay. they're the only two for me. Rogan. Um, Cisco Joe, I think I think Cisco Joe got blown up its previous attempt at 1800 with the the speed in the race. It's not gonna. I don't. I don't. You're a bit worried with that 1800. The Birdie Eagle kick back final 20. I think that was that he was, lost his whip in the straight too, which doesn't help. Well, did he find it? <laughs> he did later reclaim it. But when you drop your whip halfway down the straight, I mean, is that surely that's the reason the horse might not hit the line as good as what it would have? Yeah, no. But that's, I, that's I, I just don't think it's going to encounter the same pressure um, from a like early middle stages that it would with a. Um, uh, I think Birdie Eagle let up and. Um, this won't be a true eight weapon. Man. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. So yeah. that that day, that was a quite a fast race, and he just he just blew out late. Um, but yeah, I think they're the two comfortably. Um, just touching on what you said, Terry, about the Pickles and Yura and Flower, Flower on the Wind both being 66s in a true 72 plus. Just keep an eye on the noms for next Wednesday, Thursday. I don't even know nah, what, what races are on. I reckon no. they might come out. Yeah, One do you know how often out. he runs horses 10 points out of their division? Like these type of horses, down forces, it's a consistent um, theme, so. Maybe. Maybe. The deductions yeah. won't be huge at 10 bucks. So, yeah. Anyway. Just something to keep an eye on anyway. Yeah. Um, all right. So, uh, Terry, last word on race four? And I'm, I'm with Go Bella. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I think the slower run race and up to the 1800. If you look at its last 200 under no riding, it was the same as Cisco Joe. Yeah. The exact same split who was um, under reasonable, well, it was under real sufferance. So, I, I reckon up to the 1800 in a slowly run race. We were start earlier. The, the horses, hey? One start earlier the other day? I was, yeah, I yeah. think I was one start earlier the other day. I, I'm not super confident here, but I know I'm going to see it's $9 now. I'll, I'll probably see longer by jump, I'd suspect, or something very close to. Um, and the horse has been laying in a little bit. It hasn't been in the stewards report that much. So, I really like Lucy going on with the left-hand whip mm -hmm. as well. I just think a slower run race, if she can present even pre-turn and put it into the race, um, I think that might actually suit it. She just needs to find some cover from seven and um, I'll be following up and saving Classic Rogue. It's my, probably my plan. Yeah, Rogue was the, Classic Rogue was the way I was I was leaning. Um, but, yeah, yeah, I was on. I actually followed you in with Go Bella last start. But I know what you mean. It was a sort of she ran in a bit, bit of a patchy, patchy type run where she was under pressure, then got going again late. With that run on the belt, slower, more reasonable tempo. Yeah, could be. There's no Mount Nash in this. No Mount Nash. Yep. Okay. Very good. All right. This is the time of show where we take a break and come back with the Mundaring Hotel WA Racing Mastermind. But not today. We've uh, pushed Chris Parnham back in his quest for a third straight victory till next Thursday. Um, we're off to a Quokka launch party. So we've got to keep charging through the preview. But don't forget that. Uh, the Mastermind is usually brought to you by the Bundaring Hotel, uh, Heart of the Hills since 1899, um, Jacoby Street, Mundaring, Ian Butchie O'Connor, one of the great guys of the racing game. He's up there. Let him know that you listen to the 1-1, one -one. drop in and see him over the weekend and uh, say good day to Butchie up there at the Mundaring. So guys, we'll take a quick break and we'll be back with the rest of the preview. We're back. Terry Layton, Daniel Cripps, BJ Ryan for the episode 163 of the one one and it's race five the amelia park beef handicap over the 1000 meters this is another true 72 plus snowdome looking for two wins in a week after uh, leading and saluting over this track and distance last saturday 
Um, yeah, but there's some there's some interesting inclusions in this race. Beads is coming out of the Roma Cup. Thomas Magnum finished, um, I think he finished fourth, didn't he, in that same race we were just talking about that included Legacy of Tara and Top of the Pops. State of Power resuming, Pixie Chicks resuming, and Man Crush is coming back to the 1,000 metres. Terry, you want to take the, take the lead here? Yeah, I do. Um... <laughs> Uh, yeah, this is – I've said to you before, BJ, I reckon this is the best place be, – best bet I've placed in the last 12 months, mm. I reckon. Holy. Yeah. I, here we go. I, I really, really – I'm excited. I really, really like one here. And, um, yeah, I – firstly, let's just – it's not Snowdome, but let's just touch on Snowdome for a moment. $2.30 for a horse who was gifted the front and Cosmo Girl chased and gets it in a few more strides. Is that like I don't know if Snowdome has quite come back. Pete said he wasn't impressed from the yard, which was interesting. Pete Anthony, that's our yard man, um, which is interesting because he's usually a very impressive-looking individual. Snowdome, yeah. So I'm I'm surprised, and Snowdome wasn't quickly away the other day, and he only led because nothing because Invisible String was the horse that took him on. And Invisible String's not super quick. So. It was a fast race, though. Had it right, Cripper. Really good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Punting form ended up being like eight lengths. Yeah, that's what I. Quicker than benchmark, and yeah. it rated super on GTX. Yeah. Hey, just before you no, I just thought it was it was just it was a very fast. This is so yeah. in my own notes, I write to myself in my form. I write Snowdome, the only one I could be on. Oh, <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> this is this is it. But uh, I can see where you're coming from. Terry's uh, having some canine issues. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um. Anyway, I, I anyway, yours is a lot more exciting. So I want to hear it. Let's go. It wouldn't surprise me if uh, it, well, Snowdome could definitely win the race. I'm second favourite, but yeah, two dollars twenty is going to be significantly shorter than I'll ever get Snowdome. I'm fascinated to see Man Crush back to the thousand, spin mm-hmm. the knife back to the thousand with the shades on. Um, I think they'll both come out running, and I think they'll both come out running properly. So I, I just have a sneaking suspicion. I think it's a 50-50 chance that Snowdome ends up leaders back here. That's what I reckon from there. I do not want to be on. Even out in front, I'm I'm querying it. Like if it beats me at two dollars thirty, I couldn't I couldn't care less. So but um, one I'm just looking at the the sorry to interrupt, Terry. I'm just looking at the daily sectionals. You're right. The first section was one point four lengths um slower than benchmark. So, so you're really actually Cosmopolitan girls are moral earlier in the day if, if Snow Dome's two twenty here. But you know what I mean? Like that you're right, the, the lead didn't have to burn early to to leader, which is a very fast last 800, pretty much. So, yeah. Well, yeah. that's down there for a thousand metres. Yeah. Who else should be able to do that? Yeah. Anyway, I reckon there's more pressure here. Yeah, that's um, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, I'm just, I'm just, I don't know why I'm looking now, actually. Um, anyway, I, uh, I am pretty confident. Maybe it's from listening to your mate a bit too much, BJ. <laughs> uh, but I am fairly confident that beads, um, even on a place heavy basis here, is is. One of the better bets you'll place, I reckon. I'm, 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 I think if you look back through his last five runs, he was held up the entirety five starts ago um, behind Premium Choice with Sean McGrady on. Forget he went around with Taj on. He then went down the unsuitable straight, got the chocolates um, away from the 
outside rail as well. The next two runs are the ones that got me. In the Rock Magic, he was snagged um, with Joey as a party on from an outside gate, a race dominated on speed. If you watch the head on there, excellent dream was actually laying out into his path a little bit and he never really got to wind up. If you watch the final 50, I think he hit the line far better than Go Forward, who ran the quickest splits of, of the, the race. Yep. So, of the day, there yep. you go. So I thought the run was just phenomenal. Um, go to his Roma Cup, Alan Kennedy has just given him a shocker. Like he, he looks like a fish out of water, almost in a big race there. He's jumped well, been in a nice spot, looked around and said, here you go, Amelia's Jewel, have my spot. Looking at that again, Alan Kennedy could have impacted the Roman yeah. Cup by holding that spot. And But the thing is, I think it was going well enough not to be a roadblock on Amelia's Jewel, but Alan Kennedy was just, he just looked out of his depth I, in that yeah, race. It was, it was just a really... It was a it was an unconfident or scaredish ride in traffic. I, I it just didn't. I think, I think the horse is a little bit spooky in in traffic, and he's a he's got a. Very, oh, but he's looking around. He's, I know. There was no intent. Look, he, he wanted. He would. He wanted. He just wanted to get all, back. And all, out of the I, way. all I'll say is that I think that's the first time Alan's ridden the horse. Is it? Weird horse, you weird, offer weird horse to ride, but yeah, I'm with you. I, I thought I, I, I'm surprised that we jumped so that beach jumped so well, and he ended up turning for home in the position he did. Was exactly. Yeah. I thought look, there's nothing in the stewards' report, and I still thought it was a tremendous 13th or 15th. Yeah. And you could just tell how happy and how well he was going. And for mm. Steve to put him in that race against Red Cam Man, who's come out and run second, like he'd be comparing the pair, and he wouldn't be. I think pre week he was saying he'll think it'll run top five, which we all laughed at and we were probably <laughs> accurate in laughing at, but I think. It's it's an indication that it's works probably not that far off a very good horse like red can man or type thing so look sean mcgrady goes back on it there's a gate there's three quick horses in this i'm happy to take on the leader it's it's clearly the one for me i've marked it favorite and that was it was an easy favorite i've marked it probably a bit shorter than tell us great. tell us what you marked That's it on two dollars 80 beans yeah and I, I did say i probably should be more like five dollars um and my notes suggest that if you get any chance because I respect a couple of these could be good. <laughs> Snowdome could be good. The place price here is anything for yeah. me. This is yeah. the cockahoot type shit. Two dollars fifty plus. I think you, I think there's some still two seventy two eighty. Probably even longer late. Um, as I said, I've had a bet this morning and probably moved it myself. So um, I would suggest uh, that a place heavy bet beads here is um, yeah a bet on. Quite excited about. Yeah, looks like it should land near the one one. Plenty of these happy taking on. State of Powers had two trials. Usually only has one. Um, Savage one back at a thousand. Not for me. Spin the knife. How? Not possible. Man Crush was good last start. Finds a breeze can run you a race. But again, it's back to a thousand. That's just a query at this stage of its prep. Thomas Magnum's going to be back near last. We'll look to take in on Pixie Chicks without. Pontifon, I'll happily take it on, seeing as it only just got over Ginger Baker in a trial, and that means we want to have something that goes two walks as well. Do you know it's only go in 72-plus company, goes two walks, should have won the race over Riverboy, Rockinori, mm. Mood Swings, which held up the entirety with Lactaron. So handles this grade. was huge first up, got chopped out at the top of the straight, came again, ran a good, really good last two, goes from 60 down to 54 yeah, kilos. Nice weight drop. Yeah. It will lose because this is a very difficult and ride. Because beads, beads will win. Because beads will win. Yeah. No, if, if it gets the back of beads and follows <laughs> into the race, it, it could get beads. Right. But the thing is, this is a very difficult ride for a horse who doesn't jump. I can see this just being a hard luck story and a, and a horse to follow going forward. But if Cash gives it a 10, this will be 15 to 1, mm -hmm. um, it can get the chockies. So, um, yeah, beads, place heavy and goes two walks. Main, main betting race of the day. Haven't been right in a main betting race of the day for so long. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that was I'm, a, already, I'm already feeling defeated. I was about to say before we started this race, BJ, you're probably right about a bit of lack of enthusiasm with the undercar because I felt like we'd got to race five and 
hadn't really got out of first gear yeah. yet. But straight to full. Great, straight to full. Great <laughs> podcast content, if nothing else, Terry. I <laughs> like it. Um, probably won't be on beads with you. Mm, um, yeah. doesn't I just like, doesn't like winning. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you need, yeah. So what was the statement? Just, what was the statement? What was the quote? This is my best bet in the last 12 months. There we go. That's you it. should have used best betting but proposition. Nah, <laughs> I don't want to steal your material. That's, just in case you've got something like I don't want to steal your material. So. BJ, well, we'll you got to yeah, yeah. use it in the promo. Yeah, yeah that's that, good stuff. I um, yeah. The thing for me, just having a look with beads, like, <laughs> if you like beads, then you don't like pixie chicks when like, they clashed. When was that? Railway Stakes Day. It was a photo finish between yeah, them. Beads did sit deep, yeah. but yeah. you wanted to be there with the, ra- the way the rail was that day and- there's a three kilo swing, so career best, stabling career best. Yeah, um, speed the right map. map, and it's right in the stage of its prep. I want it to be with how it's going compared to Pixie Chicks first up. Joelion's going to be behind it, so yep. yeah, nah, fair enough. Um, yep, for me it was like you said. So I had Mark Snowdome two thirty. Um, what its best figures? Nothing else can run to if it does run up to its peak performance. But for me, so it went up 250, 260 this morning and straight away crunched into 225. And I'm not that I was really considering taking the 250, but I'm glad that there is just no option there now to bet it because, like you said, I reckon if Snowdome gets crossed, it's a genuine mm. 8, 10, 12, so, whatever so who, you who, want. Who can cross it, do you think, Krimmer? Who's fast enough? I'm not sure. It's more if Snowdome misses it yep. and then Chris is happy taking a sit. Gotcha. Um, bang on. Yeah. The yeah. other two are quick, but. If Snowdome had its best early, we'll hold the front. But Snowdome has shown an inability to jump a little bit. Yeah, some, yeah, some days he just doesn't doesn't yeah. have it early. Yeah, yeah it doesn't. And it's like, and Chris is also a jockey that's happy to take a sit if his horse doesn't jump as well as mm-hmm. what he'd hoped. He's um probably one of the more reserved jockeys out of the gate. So if Snowdome leads, I think it wins. Your type of hoop. <laughs> if it doesn't, um, then yeah, this is anyone's race because I had the market outside of Snowdome. I had him oh like a length between second and. And second last in my, in my market ranking. I'm actually excited. I'm yeah. actually excited. For the sake of a second tier, I had Thomas Magnum second. Don't think it gets to 1,200. So back to 1,000 is a positive, but Barry 8, not one for me. Do you think purely the fact that we'll be together watching this race in the same small confined space that just for your sake of your sanity? I'll be on beats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I'm, I'm – Leaning Terry's way, actually. I had Snowdome more of a three dollar chance. Beads, um, five fifty. Thomas Magnum, um, Beads five fifty. Yeah, ah, yeah. There yeah. we go. I wasn't as. I'm not as. Uh, what did you mark it? Two eighty. Could could have gotten a bit shorter. <laughs> but yeah, I thought this was the the, the perfect race for Beads. Um, I'm agree with everything you said about his all his form and um, every run. There's always something that. That sort of impacts his ability to p- produce his best, um, and I think he's just going to get the right setup if he begins well on Saturday with the speed ahead of him, and look, and it just it feels like a good Sean McGrady ride as well with Sean back on after Killer Kennedy was uh, the hoop in the uh, Roman Cup. So yeah, I'm with you too. Pretty, it's a great each way. Price. Yeah, pretty yeah. confident. You, I just reckon that price will definitely hold throughout betting as well. Yeah, Even looking reckon, at yeah. beads and spin the knife clashed. In Feb, Beads did beat at home, but Spin the Knife started shorter and gets a three and a half kilo swing. Like just the SP profiles, they're not going to come for Beads, I don't think. Well, they will be wrong. <laughs> I'm not talking about they'll be right or wrong. It's just saying price-wise, I reckon you're going to get double figures throughout. Could be wrong, but 
Oh, I hope you're right. like a money horse. I hope me. you're right. I've got a. Did you got did you catch the Amelia's jewel track work video the other day? Mate, I am sick of Amelia's jewel track work videos. To be honest, so no, I haven't seen it. No, <laughs> I, I'm convinced that she was working alongside State of Power, and that was the they were using State of Power as the work buddy there on Tuesday, and um, from my eye anyway, it looked like State of Power worked enormous. So um, yeah, for for what it's worth, um, yeah, that, I, don't know. <laughs> I for what, like that. For what it's worth, I uh, do like yeah. that. I wish I had that type of eye. I reckon just like oh, yeah, oh yeah, look at that work. <laughs> oh, um, so anyway, I, I could. Could be the fuck the bloody wrong horse. So who knows? But it, to me, it, looked, it looked like it looked like state of power. So yeah, that's but, why you're um, shooting to the one one. Yeah, that's exactly right. It yeah. might be that awesome, might not be. I'm I'm it's bloody good, good though. <laughs> well, well, yeah. If it's a two year old, then look out. Miller's got another one in his stable. But ah. uh, but yeah, beads, 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 beads. I really beads. beads. I enjoy, I enjoy that something race. goes two walks as well. Something okay, very good. But beads, beads, <laughs> beads. Make it make the place still a result. That's what I'm. Race. When I take my 22s late or something, according to Crip. So best bet of the last 12 months. Yep. Easily. Yeah. Win, lose, or draw. I'm, Easily. I'm, just, I'm tickled pink with yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't want it to be unlucky, that's all. Yes. Uh, race six is the VNV Walsh handicap uh, graduation. One retro win over the 1800 metres, the second of the 1800 metre races for the day. Wow, this is. Um, this is, yeah, I, I struggled with this one. Terry, this has got a Terry Layton cup feel to it. Definitely not a Daniel Cripps. <laughs> it's definitely be the red eye. Nah, it's, I might pick up Bella and chuck her in front of the microphone. <laughs> I haven't got a clue. I did this and the one and race two last because they were the two that just looked challenging and um, I didn't even do a market. I, I didn't do nah. a market either. I said, I don't, I don't know what's going on here. Yeah. Like, Tenacious Rewards favourite. Deary May, it's going well, but Deary May. Brad was very impressed with its last run. Yeah, I know. I yeah, watched it again. It wasn't as unlucky as everyone's saying. We were celebrating uh, Capsie's oh, hands. And he was, tonight's Rorsch should have won. Tonight's have won. He was trying to, like, dampen our enthusiasm. Was, yeah. saying that we, we, you boys can't be happy. <laughs> <laughs> he was raining on our parade after backing seven seconds during the day. Yeah. 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 I'm going to have something uh, late price, I reckon. I have to. Um, if, he, if he can produce the same horse... From two months ago, Queen of Jerusalem would win this by five. <laughs> it will go around 40 to one, I reckon. Late. So, I don't know. Never sober's nearing a win. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I really have no, I have no idea whatsoever. Yeah, like you, Terry, I did. This is why I was actually a touch late getting to 1-1 HQ because this was the last race I had to do this morning. Uh, <laughs> did you stop in any, anyone have a bet or? <laughs> <laughs> and, um, Hang on, what I actually <laughs> Yeah, well, it wasn't <laughs> rushing to <laughs> blue cards and overlay. <laughs> <laughs> I actually had heaps of Muller on top, which probably suggests. I was about to say that. Cash, yeah, Cashel. Yeah, board could should go straight. Should find. Front. Should find the fence. Yeah. yeah. Um, obviously, if in doubt, back the leader. Yeah. Last start. Uh, well, three runs ago was good when Led got taken on by Hoist the Colours, went to the breeze, and just got um, done late by come a little bit closer, who had its back. That's right. Yep. <clears throat> um, two starts ago was aided by on pace Pinjarra Day, but from the outside draw work to the front and never really looked like any run down. I mean, it won by just under a length, but was a sort of travelled into the bend nicely and kept kicking. And then last start 
went to an Albany Cup racing out of its grade. 650 pop in the Albany Cup too. Money, yeah, yeah. Money playing for it. very on speed. Gotcha. There, was, there was heaps of speed in the race, so it was always set up, for, especially with Boa going on. Did a heap of work to get to the front and look beaten a long way, but you can probably make excuses. So you know, back to 18. Know, it's definitely going to be fit. It's off eight <laughs> to six days, so it's definitely going to be fit. I reckon Kesha is the right man for the job then. So treat it like a 2,000 metre race and um, just, no, sorry, treat it like a 600 metre race and just go. Come barrel. But yeah, yeah. No, I'm not definitely a tip, no bet. I'm glad this isn't in the quaddy. Um, yeah, my market, it's not even any point me talking about this race. <laughs> 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 I've got nothing. Yeah, I've got absolutely nothing. I just through nothing. the career of Hexham Muller. Yeah, I'm self-excluding for half an hour. Yeah. Um, we might have, might have needed to hide this race a little bit earlier, I think, um, rather than a, a uh, race six prelude into the Karakata play. But, yeah, um, I think I'm gonna just going to have random Betfair bets in this race, and one of them will definitely be Queen of Jerusalem. And um, Just look to the heavens above. I yes. That's probably the best option here. Yeah. Look yeah. for a sign. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, all right. Um, <laughs> definitely no Soe Schmick, though. You see a blue card on the green. Like, Ooh, <laughs> that's the one. <laughs> Yeah. So somebody walk past with a tiara and go, oh, Queen of Jerusalem. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's what we yeah. want. Yeah. Maddie, dance to the south. Yeah. 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 If, you see, if you see somebody dancing and then fall <laughs> over, you can go, mm, <laughs> dance to the south. Okay. Yeah. That's the best way to attack that race, I'd suggest. Witten's Irrigation and Design. They're the irrigators of choice for the West Australian racing industry. Owner-operator Craig Witten has extensive experience working on racetracks across this great state especially in his role as irrigation technician on the hallowed turf at Ascot and Belmont Park. Craig and his team also specialise in designing and delivering projects for commercial thoroughbred and standardbred racing properties. Check out Witten's Irrigation and Design on Instagram and Facebook and get in touch with Craig. So whether it's racetrack, residential or commercial, water wisely with Witten's. All right, let's get on with it. Race seven. <laughs> more, Come on. more serious business here. Race seven is the Amelia Park Karakata Plate. Our best two-year-old race of the season over the 1,200 metres. The guru knows what it feels like to win a Karakata Plate. It wasn't that long ago, was it, Terry? When no, it wasn't. Dig deep. Good awesome. We'll did that. We beat all these. Um, and that? Sorry? Dig deep. What price would Dig Deep be in this Karakata? Dot sixty. <laughs> sure. <laughs> from the from the outside gate too. Um, but yes, we've got uh, a Phillies dominated anyway from a market point of view. Um, Karakata this year and lived to tell all the rage after her just unbelievable performance to to get up in the last stride of the Jim Crack Stakes last start. Simon A. Miller is um, yeah on paper is in for a very very big day and he's always been a force with the two year olds and. What's he saddling up here? What's he got? Five runners in this year's edition of the Karakata. So five of the 13 and one of them being Live to Tell, the uh, dominant filly. Four. Four? Yep. Four. So Number four, not five. Uh, Wily Girl, <laughs> a lot of banter, Brave Strike. Yes. There you go. Uh, look, speed's drawn wide, shell bell, and a lot of banter, 11 and 12, which should mean hard run 1,200 metres. Um, if Carberry finds some cover and presents anywhere near the right time, even if he half gets it wrong, this will beat them. And I'm actually happy having a bet if I see two bucks late grip. I'm just going to have a little bet on a very good horse that I think will win the race. It should be about $1.60. So that's it for me. Very simplistically. Live to tell if I get even money, you ripper. You, you ripper. Be, you beauty. You beauty. You beauty. 
Easy. That that's easy. It. Is that's that all it. you got to yeah. say? I'm going to have a little bet. If I get even money, that's, I can't back anything else to beat mm. it. It's a, it looks a proper, proper, serious, great, tremendous racehorse. Mm. Yeah. Crip. Nah, two-year-old's not for me, so. Um, we need yeah. to talk about something. <laughs> <laughs> Having done the market. Um, LK, likes, LK likes Dublin Red. We'll yeah. run top five, 100 to one. Really? I always like an LK does, call like that. So where, does, so where does Ripcord finish then? Six. Did he say, <laughs> was he on radio this week saying Dublin Reds is as good as Ripcord? Yes. Yes. Nice. I like yeah. that. Trolls are good. Like the trolls. Yeah. He said they're just as good as Leocardo. He said they're both, <laughs> they're both on par with Leocardo. So. <laughs> Was that the horse we launched at um, was, 2J? Yeah. 14s to 280 and uh, Richie Bell thoroughly enjoyed halfway through the race. All the punters have done their money there. <laughs> Beaten 17 lengths with Kira on and never was, to be seen again. I think he was screwing up for all our yeah. purist gags. <laughs> Deary me, I was tipping that to anybody that would listen. At Did, the, didn't the, that go international on uh, Miles Fitzner's form lounge? Everywhere. <laughs> yeah, and the money kept coming once it got to $3 late. It was like 280 It just kept coming, so... Did it run last? It hasn't finished. <laughs> the race was years ago. It hasn't even finished. So, poor bugger. Anyway. Uh, so, does anyone give... Uh, uh, okay. All right. Traffic issues, live to tell. Right. Random traffic issues. Super issue Spink. Yeah. Yeah. Super Spink should win the race then, yeah. Looks that way, doesn't it? There's nothing else. You can come out. Wiley Girls form references don't really add up. Pike's a nice addition. Um, Ripcord can improve. Ripcord's maybe the one. Just, that's a really nice win on debut of a 400 meter trial. So it's the one that could potentially go to another level again. Shell Bell finds the fence and rolls. That's always if you get an on pace day. Does Ripcord lead? Nah, I don't think so. I think Shell Bell's pretty quick. I think Harvey will go forward, then get cover on speed. Um, yeah, look, I, I yeah, lift to tell I want even money because from barrier nine, there's a chance you do sit deep, no cover, or something mm. does go wrong. So, um, yeah, just simplifying this race, to be honest with you. I don't yeah. like the card. Yeah, she looks like she's a proper machine, lift to tell. You can't beat him, join him. Mm. All right. Clock time? What are you tipping? You're trying to tip Super Smink, aren't you? Um, I think I think Super Smink's got some improvement in, in it the other day, but it will need – Two, um, once again, track work Tuesday morning, worked alongside Star Trade and Top of the Pops and could have smoked them easily. Um, Probably should be going to the- um, Quokka. Quokka then. Yeah, uh, but coming up against the might of like, it's just very hard to wrap your head around how if Smink couldn't beat Liv to tell with the setup the other day, how she's going to beat her in the Karakata. Chris but gave it a 10. It was perfect. Like everything went wrong for Liv to tell. Yeah, and it was yes. perfect. I mean, yeah. I, think, the I, think, I think Super Spink ran the second fastest last 200 of the race and got beat. So mm. she couldn't have done a lot more. I don't think Carberry was too fast if he didn't win last yeah. start. Like, he just knew that it was all about Karakata and the fact that she still won. It'll be a little bit closer this time and yeah. three deep recover and- Yes, he learned his money on a couple of favourites yeah. right, from nine and 14. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, he's due he doesn't to- get, um, Doesn't get him wrong. No, Star really. Really? No, he doesn't. Really, no. yeah. This Kentucky was probably the only one. Yeah. Um, was that- Oh, okay. Winterbottom. Okay. Nah, Winterbottom. Winter 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, she's good. She's real good. And really the only thing that would beat Live to Tell is uh, dramas, I think, in run. No, 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 no dramas. Yeah. <laughs> one out in the quaddie too. Yeah, 100%. 100%. All right. It's time to get stuck in to race eight, the $4 million tab touch quokka. Standard weight for age over the 1,200 metres. 
Um, the race has been drawn, redrawn. Everyone has their gates. We're ready to go. And the fave Amelia's Jewel was one of the uh, was one of the losers, I suppose, from the partial redraw. Went from nine to fourteen. She heads the market, but I imagine there's going to be quite a lot of money for Bella Nipotina jumping from gate six. Was massive, has massive been. in defeat uh, at Mooney Valley last uh, when I was in Melbourne for the Cox Plate. The last race of the day was a Manicato Stakes, and Bella Nipotina won by about five lengths. In has she sport. worked with State of Power? She galloped at breakfast with the stars on uh, on Tuesday morning. Wasn't asked to do a heat, but uh, looked in tip top condition. The Kieran Ma, David Eustace are uh, best in the business. Um, so it's great to have them, the, one of the biggest stables in the land here. It's great to have Godolphin here like once again with Kimantari, a couple of up-and-coming sprinting stars in Uncommon James and Azfura. Um, overpass, Kimantari and Shazer Rose all finished alongside each other in the Everest last year, which is um, which is great to have those representatives here at the at the Quokka. But, uh, yeah, it feels like <clears throat> Amelia's Jewel and Bella Nipotina, the the filly uh, and the mare, they, uh, they have the market corner at the moment. They do. I was just showing Crip, but I think he was asking me, what, what are you showing me? This is nothing. Um, the uh, It's good to see on Betfair as well. For We have such a big race that there's liquidity on a Thursday to some degree. Yeah, and, right. Um, we'll probably have probably solid liquidity by race morning. So that's really good. It'd be nice if every race was like that, wouldn't mm. it, to be honest with you? But, um, yeah, I've already taken some of the Amelia's jewel price in case uh, the 3.15 somebody lobbed up on the exchange to see if uh, – who knows? I mean, money just seems to come for her no matter what the setup is, every single start, good, bad, ugly. Um, but look, I, I I think if you look at this race as a winter bottom stakes, right? That's probably the best way to look at it. And who are the last three winners of the winter bottom stakes, BJ? Here's your master my question. Uh, Paul Ellie, uh, Graceful Girl, and it was Elite Street. Yeah. Very good. Where did they all settle? Uh, two came from last. I think Leach Street was sort of midfield wide. Yeah. Yeah. Now, what did all those races have in common? Lots of speed, lots speed. of queryable speed, blah, blah, blah. So in this race, we've got Red Cam Man 11, as 4, 12, Uncommon James 13. All of those, I think, will be looking to be in the first dozen, a uh, half dozen, sorry. You've then got Shades of Rose 1, Massimo 3, Overpass 8. Um, they'll all look to kick up and hold their spots and not just let those horses sort of come across. So this is going to be a hard run, 1,200 metres. This will be a bunched field. I reckon if Amelia's draw drawn one, I reckon she'd be a risk from 14. All, all good. All good. Shaka. <laughs> no issue. No issue. No, no issue. issue. No, no issue. issue. No issue. Picari should get the back of a horse like Asfura, get central. He doesn't even have to worry about holding a closer spot. He can probably be last. Like I think this will be a bunched field. If it's not, you're cooked either way. Mm. But yeah, look, I don't know much about the Eastern States horses. To be did you honest watch, with you, I'm going to ask you: Did you watch? I watched all of all of them. I watched all of the replays. Um, Asfura should have beaten Uncommon James last start, you'd think. But Asfura's got the. I'm glad he didn't draw a gate. It's got the jumps jockey coming across. I, I really don't like um, in a big race like this an inexperienced big race rider. He's never ridden a black tight winner, so. Um, from a wide gate, it's going to be hard think, without that yeah. uh, without that experience. Um, but yeah, it's expect expect Shades of Rose is the horse. From what I'm hearing, will really show some intent to try and kick up and hold the front from one. I can't imagine Massimo wanting to be far off him. Um, it just it just leaves it a bit ugly outside. I think it'll I, be a bunched field. A horse coming down the center. It's a million jewel, three bucks. That'll do me. I think Again, I, I think Overpass will lead from what okay. I've seen. Yeah, the stable mate of Shades of Rose. Um, 
The only two horses that have led overpass when they really wanted to go quick were Eduardo and Nature Strip, two of the fastest, basically the two fastest horses in the country. So from eight, unless unless because they're the stable mates, overpass and Shades of Rose. If Shades of Rose can begin well enough from one, but I I, I got a feeling that overpass is going to zip across and cross it. Oh, mate, it's very fast. Can it win? Overpass. Yeah. Um, I was twenty to one overpass. Mm, I didn't bother pricing anything. Yeah. yeah. Just. Basically, decide to back Amelia's jewel on map. Yeah. On map. Well, Uncommon James uh, and Asfura, look, the two main dangers, have drawn wide. And obviously, Bella Nipatina, um, who, yeah. So, what would be your ideal draw for Amelia's? 14. You'd, if you were the owner <laughs> and you could pick that, like they do in nah, the Cox like Five or six or something, probably. Five, yeah. 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 Depending, all I'll say is if, if Uncommon James as Furrer had drawn well, and Bella Nipatine is a concern, if they can bounce out being a good spot, fire their ice horse, have a couple of lengths, Similia's Jewel, then we'll, we'll find out, yeah. I guess, especially yeah. if it's um, a soft six or worse, which I don't know if it will be. Um, but look, I, I just think with how this map has eventuated, they shouldn't be upset with how the end of the draw has occurred. Yes, it doesn't look good on paper going 9 to 14, but because Red Can's been shuffled out, because Uncommon has been shuffled out, because Asfura been shuffled out or it might already been. Yeah, I think Massimo was the one that made the And because play. Massimo's come in, like you just you've you've got a lot of yeah. Mm. Uh, I just think the map will eventuate that we see another setup, 1200 meters, wait for age. Group one, like we've seen with Palele, Elite Street, and Graceful Girl, that it will suit a horse coming centrally late. And who's that gonna be? Bella Nipatina. <laughs> <laughs> Good day. Yeah. Oh, man, I, I, she's legit group one horse, Bella Nipatina. Um, and if she's on top of her game and has, you know, three lengths on Amelia's Jewel on straightening, which, you know, two or three lengths on straightening, it'll be very, it'll be, it'll be big. It'll be big watch late. Um, so I'm, I'm expecting the Bella Nipatina to, to really firm close to start time as well. Really? What yep. price Amelia's Jewel? Can you say 10 bucks or something? Uh, <laughs> I put Amelia. I was three fifty Amelia's jewel. Okay, four dollars Ballinipatina. I was three seventy Amelia's jewel, and so she never starts above my price. So yeah, you should. <laughs> I know, I know. Yes, I know you, that feeling. <laughs> she won't. I doubt she would drift too much. I think there's even three dollars around the corporates at the moment. So mm. yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It's going to be interesting, but yeah, look, it's a tough race for someone like myself to. Dissect because, well, in all honesty, I actually hadn't even heard of most of these horses before Tuesday. Um, I'm so blinkers on when it comes to WA racing. I don't watch any racing from overseas. So, look, I've obviously heard of Bellini Patina, but like Asfura, I've never heard of that horse. And it's one, what? Well, it's a proper yeah, <laughs> it's superstar. Yeah, right? I, I had neither. Um, I had neither. So, anyway, it's funny. It's fun doing the race, but because I'm just, I'll go back and watch a few replays. One thing that, um, I thought was worth noting last two times Uncommon James and Asfura clash. I thought Asfura has been the better run of the two. Um, just goes around a bigger price. Um, but the one for me, so I just really do a market using the data and I'm somewhat comfortable doing that because I reckon oh, I know that the higher quality of the races, the more accurate the data is. And mm -hmm. the one that's come up, the bet for me is actually Kevin Tari. Yeah. Yeah, um, I was going to ask you about um, Kimitari from a ratings point of view. Yeah. This is a big price. Uh, yeah, look, not saying – he definitely doesn't have a ratings edge on this field, um, but his ratings are more than competitive with the main chances. And look, how many times I'm, – I'm not confident by any stretch. I've got him marked 
twelve, thirteen dollars, and he's, mm. you can get twenty three. Oh, well, yeah. But it's more wouldn't be a big bet by um, any imagination. But how many times am I going to get the opportunity to back? Godolphin and Damien Oliver in a WA race. So I might just have something on. Oh, good shout. Mm. Good pick up to get Damien Oliver as well. Obviously, he was a cross-ride Halatorian. So they've, <laughs> they've done very well to pick up Damien for this ride. Yeah, last um, minute. Yeah, last minute. So, yeah. I will say that um, watching the Oakley Plate replay, Uncommon James, I have the, the overhead sort of drone blimp view. Uncommon James's gate speed was unbelievable, Super. and it jumped from the same. It jumped from the same it's, gate, yeah, so they will be happy it, in the breeze. It basically, dogging. crossed the whole field yeah. in a couple of strides. So he's super fast, super yep. fast. Uncommon James. So, so if you if you want to be on him, he can. If Overpass can cross, he can. I think he can. He's quicker than Red can. He could almost get to the breeze. Uncommon James. The market's catching up to the yep. uh, barrier draw now. Uncommon yep. James three eighty to seven. Bellini Patana seven fifty to four fifty type thing. Millie's jewel pretty. Firm where she was, so yeah, fascinating race. I'm I'm with Crip in regards to the fact that I have no idea about um, half these horses from the east, obviously. So I'll be having a very small bet um, and a big opinion for no real reason. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I'll, I'll I'll keep an eye on the market at the moment. I'm pretty keen on Bella Nipatina, but um, uh, yeah, so I think she's the real quality weight for age group one. Horse of the visitor, the visitor brigade, um, uncommon James, and as for on, on the way up and yet to really prove at the level. Uh, just a quick note for our, for the listeners out there that we do have four emergencies here: Comfort Me, Acromantula, Star Trade, and Titan Blinders. So if they are required, um, they're not in order. So even though they're 15, 16, 17, 18, they're not in a in an order. So if there is a scratching, which we don't hope happens, but if there is. The connections of the scratch horse will pick from one of those four to fill their slot. So in the Everest last year, Kimintari wasn't in the field until race morning. There was a, scr- there was a scratching and Kimintari was selected to take his place. And that's why he lined up in the Everest. So the same thing could happen in the Quokka. Either Comfort Me, Acro, Star Trade, Titan Blinders can jump into the field if there's a scratching before 8 a.m. on Saturday morning. Very good. All right, so the Crocker Consolation is the next cab off the rank. It's race nine, the Tab Touch Joey. Exactly the same conditions as the Crocker. Wait for age 1,200 metres. And uh, Terry's already said that Beads is his best bet of the last 12 months. Where does Halatorian sit? This is, probably the, best, this is probably the best bet of the day, I'd say, <laughs> in theory. But there's a lot more fun <laughs> calling him Beads, in all fairness. <laughs> Uh, so this, yeah, the constellation obviously set up to for those horses who don't get a slot and then they continue on with their racing preparation rather than being 28 days between runs. So it's a good idea to have this race on with the uh, the Northern Sprint. I think it's the f- next link in the chain in two weeks' time or 13 mm-hmm. days' time. Set weights, so and set weights and penalties. And then we move back to Belmont with the Belmont Sprint, the Hyperion and the Strickland Stakes. So the Joey a must have, and I think it's, it's done well to actually attract a 13 horse field considering the attrition that we've had over the last month or two with these uh, with these type of horses. So um, thoughts on the Joey Cripper? Leads and wins. Um, yeah, not, don't have a really good feel about the race. Sort of been a bit of a um, summary of the day. When I – the market was obviously already up before I started doing my form and my initial reaction was far out. Acromantula is short for a 1,200-metre race. I mm-hmm. think, yeah, never won past 1,000. But then when I – did a bit of a deeper dive. While he is under my quote, I can see why he's favourite. In the end, I marked 
him and Comfort Me equal favourites at $4. Yesterday, they were whack-a-manchula was three thirty. Comfort Me was $4, so no interest. Comfort Me's got the wobbles a little bit. I can see four fifty at the moment. In saying that, I'm yeah, not diving to get on there either. Um, other than that, the market looked quite like mine. Had revved up third pick, but I assume they will go forward and sit outside the leader, which um, she should improve. And I had yeah, baby Paris. Of course, baby Paris. Eleven dollars yep. from the good draw. I'm not sure if uh, if she's going as good as what she was last prep, but um, even I know she didn't have a heap of well, not that a heap of bad luck, but just got back and. It was never really in the race last start behind Amelia's jewel. But she must have, did she? Because like, he was trying to try. I think Troy wanted to just completely snag. He sort of looked to try and get, but she didn't really go. Yeah. So she probably ends behind Excellent Dream and uh, Mood Swings here, which is probably not position A, is it? No, nah, and even this first start, like she got, was a really good ride from Nucky to get the mm -hmm. back of and Red Can. You'd say a thousand to a go, too. Like exactly. Yeah, I, compared to him anyway. And I was on Red Can Man that day. And <laughs> in the run, I was like, oh, no, like Baby Paris is. Uh, got my back, got but the drop never the really uh, made an impact in the straight, did she? So, um, yeah, that was sort of four for me. But if I, yeah, for the sake of a tip, I'm going come for me, but not super keen. Yep. Terry? Oh, Acromantula just leads and wins, I reckon. I'm yep. really, I'm quite confident. Um, I like when, because all these horses faced each other apart from five, and none of the five new ones worry me in the slightest. So you got the same horses, Acromantula beat them all comfortably at 1,100 metres, and it had a pretty tough run as well. Michael Poy, it's funny, Benny Pierce said to us pre-race, watch this with um, Acromantula. And do you know how Michael Poy stayed out centrally? Cut he reckons corner. he found a... Uh, a good lane for the first a couple hundred metres or something of that nature, and that's why he stayed out there. He thought it was good going, and then he came to the fence. Yeah. So, yeah, good ingenuity, and maybe maybe it saved him a length or two. But, um, yeah, from here, you'd suspect Chris Parnham, who was on him that day that we were all on. Uh, yeah, Red Can. Man, unfortunately. Um, goes to the top, leads them up, rev it up, does a bit of work to come across and sit in the breeze, and pikes the man you actually want on a breeze horse mm -hmm. because he won't be stupid with you, you know, like he'll actually just run the race so you can both win in the straight. Like Luke Campbell. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like Luke Campbell, exactly right. Uh, and then you've got excellent dream mood swings. There's a pretty likely leaders back and 1-1 and one, one horse, Caracapo leading up the three wide line. I just think that Acromantula can shake them off. I thought his runs at 1,200 this prep have been super, just been luckless. Um, Has he led at 1,200? And no, he hasn't. That, that's the thing. I, again, I'm, I want my $3 to have a bet here, mm. um, but – yeah, for me, he beat them all comfortably. Comfort Me is going to be in a – I don't know where it's going to be mm. exactly in the run. Like, I'm, I'm not 100% convinced that Comfort Me is it's – it seems – its strength seems to be minimum in a in a 1,600-meter race, you know? Yeah, yeah I, probably 1,400-plus is definitely its yeah. go. So, while Acromantula's stretched at 1,200, Comfort Me is just getting warm. It's just that happy medium almost for the two, and they're yep. going to clash. Exactly right. But, yeah, I'm the same. Rev it up, Baby Paris, the only other two you consider. Baby Paris on eight, so it's 10, slightly above my price, I guess. But um, look, if you just look at the next few, like, Express Time 16, Dom to Shoot 16, like, they're none, are they? Like, they're very hard to have. It's a very – it falls off a cliff after the first five, after Halatorian, I'd suggest. So, yeah, I, I'm going to back the horse I know will be out in front. We'll have some nice roadblocks and um, – 
yeah, hoping. Chrissy Parnham. I like Chrissy going back in the saddle after his good win in the Rock Magic too. That's that's the one for me. I know people will query the 1,200, but I just think he's racing super. Yeah, he's in career best, isn't he? Just not going to overcomplicate. Yeah. I thought Acro and Cuff and Me were a little bit unders for me, so I'm going to back both the three-year-olds, rev it up, and Baby Paris. I think Baby Paris could improve, really respect the stable. They would have got to work on her. The Roma Cup run was just been it like there were so many horses that run suited in that particular race i'm expecting a spike from her um so i'm going to focus my attention on the two three rods with 54 and a half the two fillies uh, rev it up in baby paris very good yeah halatorian price group halatorian 31 okay i was 20, i think I was uh, 20, 20 to 1. Is yeah. he He's had enough, hasn't he? <laughs> He's too. Nah, but Damien, He's Damien too is well flying and across this race. He owes us one after he cooked it last time. Damien, oh, yeah. because Damien yeah. owes you one, Halatorian is going to be his A game. We'll, we'll look for a bit of cover. Is, I think you might find this time as well. Did you guys pay his uh, airfare over or what? Uh, the sling. I think it's 120 <laughs> grand to win the race. The sling's 140. <laughs> I actually lose 20 grand. If we lose money, if we lose the race. That was the contract. <laughs> <Yeah. over>. <laughs> <laughs> But I, I reckon stranger things have happened. I'm not riding. I'm not riding him off. Going in the quaddy with some cover. Hundred percent going in the quaddy. Two out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we've got through that preview nice and quick. What uh, what time is it now, Terence? Eleven uh, nineteen. Ej. What, what? <laughs> Good uh, yeah, to get yeah. out of stake time. S T E A K S. Sam White rule first in best dress. Let's go. Yeah. We bang. Yeah. And we've got uh, we, we know got, the we drill. Got a, we got a three time winner as well, don't we? Yep. Soon to be four. Soon to be four. It's getting harder, I reckon. Mm. It's like punching on WA. <laughs> yeah. The buddy get out stake snipers, man. You've got to watch yeah. them. <laughs> You gotta probably you gotta a get one at double figures and you gotta be within a bee's dick. Yeah, you used to be able to just have to find the favourite in the last and you'd be having <laughs> eaten meat for the week. Just quickly, don't forget Market City Meats, largest retail butcher shop in Perth, Canavale Market, Spanister Road. Timmy Hewitt, great man, runs the show. You get a red carpet treatment every time you go to Market City Meats. Uh, race nine, oh sorry, race ten rather of the. Card is the Crown Perth Handicap, rating 66 plus over the 1,400 metres. Top of the Pops, third up, rises to the 1,400 metres. We'll be in the market as always. First up, advanced, interesting runner, previously with Michael Grantham having its first start with a new camp, Hayden Ballantyne. Been sold, looks like. Yeah. I wonder what that's sold for. Mm. Very interesting. And not secret, Eyecatcher first up, uh, um, stepping out for Steve Wolf and starring Knight on the quick backup after being a bit stiff uh, when held up in the straight last Saturday. Prior to that, had won three on the bounce. Not a bad little race to finish Cocker Cat Day. How much has he sold that for, I reckon? Because he's got so many slow ones at the moment. This actually has reasonable Ability, upside. Yeah. Like Bob's a businessman. He's got to, this has got to have gone for six figures, I reckon. Has to have. It's not worth selling. And, and it's only that, four as well. So mm. um, I like the trial. Your trial was good. Trials, trial, yeah. Trucking. Don't show this off, Jared. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Trial was good. It's serious um, trial. Just be last. That's the problem. Yeah. It's interesting because the owners are still Peter's investments, but the colour no, of the Hayden's, they're, they're not. No, they're not. They've changed now. They have yep. changed? Yeah, they right. changed late. I Just double yeah. check. Yeah, because I won't be right. Yeah. <laughs> No, you just double-checked. Oh, no, I think shit. I did say. Oh, no, I thought you said, yeah. I'm double-checking. No. Yeah, 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 say no. Owners, Ballantyne, Pierce, Artemis, Damasi. I don't need to read them all. Uh, Crip, what are we thinking? Good betting race. Yeah, I Lots mean, look, I have top of the pops on top, but so first up I played a, around him and um, didn't get the – I can't remember what I did, but, you know, didn't, I back, took him on and um, he was poor despite – 
probably not getting every chance, did fall into him last start and I thought he had his chance, didn't he? Um, it was a good run, but, yeah, it's hard to – Ran into a rampaging his goal. Yeah, exactly. Run run 10. It was uh, fine. Yeah, I mean, Blinkers obviously did the trick for his gold. But it's just hard to – what price is he? Three, ten. Yeah, well well under my price despite having him on top. I had him $4 favourite. Me too. I've actually got all the horses in the market longer than what they currently are, which means there's got to be some roughies, which I have shorter than what their current price is. But the ones that I have, like, um, yeah, don't really want to be on. Like horses like – Heart of Kerr, like, might be my Maddie, but um, dripped it on top. You got on top, did yeah, you? Oh, there 100%. we go. It's the best uh, horse in the race. Yeah, just at 238 days. What? Watch its runs last campaign behind Billy Ray, the Velvet Queen. It's 4,000 deep the trip. Well, Richie no, Bell the best horse no, in the thinks race. it's far lap. So, it is far lap. <laughs> Man, it is far lap. It's the best horse in the race. That's great. Um, yeah, horses like that, even, and this is again just purely using the data, but Sneaky Fox has been. Rating really well down in the southwest. I don't know if you guys can shed any more light onto its chances. It's flying. Roy was going to book. He said, I'm going to back it up off six days and put Ollie on. It's going to win uh, last Sunday, which it did tick. Um, beat Coley, who's going really well. And then I'm going to put um, Ollie on. But I just can't see how it breezes and wins. And mm. breezes is the best spot it could possibly be. And that Coley form is, you can link it up to Metropolitan form yep. with horses like River Rubicon and stuff. So, yeah, yeah um, absolutely. But yeah, so I mean, like I had not secret my second selection at, but at nine bucks. So yeah, my market's really way. funny. I need, might need to do a bit of rework on it. Yeah, what you seeing Terry? Market's uh, not secret. Rather, is into four forty, four sixty, yeah. four eighty at the moment. Short, isn't it? I think yeah. we see a backable price, not secret late. Yeah. is my feel. Um, yeah, no, it was a bit funny with this race. I, I really like the race. So I'm, I reckon I'm going to bet far too much on a race that I probably shouldn't. But I, I think Top of the Pops in advance will end up near last. And there should be speed on with He's Gold. They've got to try and lead Sneaky Fox and King Cruiser, who will yep. both be pretty long price coming across and setting a reasonable tempo. Um, Starring Knight should park on the back of them. Not secret. Maybe the back of He's Gold could be three of the fence. I'm not sure how that'll pan out exactly but big chance it's going to be leaders back and and that's a, a probably a nice spot for it there wasn't much between it and top of the pops i didn't think and mm. uh, the barrier draw might suit not secret a little bit more um yeah just the way i've got it mapped out top of the pops and advanced end up near last and hard occur ends up through the fence needs a lot of luck but suspects it'll go around a fairly big price but um I, i've somehow i've ended up with Starring Knight is about a four dollar fifty favourite. Um, I reckon it might just be a better horse than we're giving it credit for. It probably would have gone close to winning. Well, it would have won, I reckon. Um, oh, maybe we don't know. Maybe. Yeah, we don't know. It would have gone close to winning last start, but all its prior form. There aren't any great names or anything. But what I like about it, and I like the fact it's drawn four this week, can land probably close to the one one. It can peel, get going up the bend, and it can say to all these other horses, "You've got to get past me," because the way it's been racing, it's been sort of sustaining that run for the entirety of the straight. So it'll take a, a nice run, a nice cut into it for anything to to go past it. And I reckon we'll see seven, eight, nine, ten dollars. There's just so many betting horses in this that we'll see our prices here. So um, gonna have something starring night. Gonna have something hard to occur, as I said. Best horse in the race by panels. Um, <laughs> oh, dearie me, that's not that funny. Uh, it won or four and a half months. No, it didn't win. Its first up run, last prep of four and a half months um, with 60 kilos, and this time it's off six months. So a very similar break. Um, it was huge. <laughs> 
Well, it is. It's a hundred extra days. <laughs> same setup. Yeah, but I just don't know why would they have waited this long. He's only got a small team, and the other one came out the other day and Good won. Yeah. So he probably just work. He probably just gets yeah. them going at the same time to save money. I don't think there's anything. It's going to be a big price. I'm not backing it for the place. I'm just going to have a little win-only spec. It won't cost me much. Um, Harder Kerr will win one at a price, and I'll be on. Oh, 100%. Yeah. It, it is a serious racehorse. Um, and yeah, it won't cost us much to have something on. And I don't want to lose on not secret, but as Grip said, I think we'll see a price late. So I'm going to look at backing those three runners and hope the two back markers don't get fully into it. Uh, I was $4, top of the pops, $4 advanced. Um, really thought uh, advanced was a horse on the rise last prep. Um, trial good, got beat first up, I think. Then it won really, really well. And then it flashed late for third in a race that was won by El Safina and Benji's, I think, at Belmont. I think that was its last start yep. in the Cerise and White. Huge on that occasion. Trial was good. It's going to be ridden quiet out the back um, in a similar fashion to Jaronowski produced similar ride on Mojo Rhythm, first up for Mitchell Pateman yesterday. Um, so advanced for me is a bit of value. It's got a bit of class about in that horse and um, the wobble in betting has, has got me a little bit worried about that. Might just be a bit of a correction, but- um, no, I wouldn't worry about an early yeah. wobble. It's more the late wobble yeah. you go, why is that occurring? Yep. What's oh. uh, what's Natalie Francis and, saying on course? Yeah, and also- what's Peter Anthonis. And the pattern of the day. And if they're swooping, then oh, advanced is and top of the pops of the horses I want to be on. I want a bit better than what I've been getting for pops recently. So- um, yeah, four dollars. I just think advances went up way too short. Yep. Did it go up with him? Or in front Ian Lenton loves his um, trials. Yeah, exactly. And it just trials like a, loves his trials like a bomb. But yeah, just yeah. for me, I really like advances. Four twenty, but just I feel like map. it might need one because it was yeah. such a soft trial at fourteen hundred from last as well. So just a map for me. It's going to be it has to go back to near last, doesn't it? So yep. they're horses that I usually try and bet around at Ascot. I don't know if Starring Night Terry is going to keep drifting like you hope. It just seems like it. The market loves it and it's a horse that The always, stable loves it too. I've, yeah. I've heard them speak about this horse yeah. post-race. They always, they always give yeah. it a good pump up. So it always goes around a lot shorter than what I can get it. And yeah, what have I got it now? I have it nine bucks, so I expect it to go around a lot shorter than that, especially off a luckless run last start. By the way, off topic, but what is if I had a if I had every dollar that I'd lost on my fury in the last three years. My uh, God, fury! <laughs> How did it run second? Because I, I backed, um, I backed cool my game. fury, and I only had Brad's prize, my fury, and um, one cool gal. Yeah. One cool gal yeah. was my result. Horrible ride, one cool girl. Horrible tactically. So the only person you can blame for that is BJ Ryan. <laughs> the, uh, if they let one cool girl run, wins by seven. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, I, I sucked it when Comico went past them. And, like, oh. and then I've looked at the because I, I actually didn't watch the final fifty. It's run second. It's come back yeah, run yeah. second. What yeah. the fuck? Yeah, yeah. Fuck. My it was fear. like just a, I think a really Back's slow tempo. Of Dorothea, the previous day, um, so it was very slow race. But the yeah. race. It's first up when that race they didn't go overly hard either. Yeah, they went. Yeah, it was a bit, a a bit, bit more genuine. A little yeah. bit more, but yeah. not like exactly like we're not talking like ten or fifteen lengths. Yeah, common benchmark give it, difference. Give it Winbird, didn't you? Yeah. Oh, I reckon the horse, might be I reckon the horse just hates you. There's no other solution. It just doesn't like you, mate. Normally, every time I, I back it, there's an excuse too. That's the one where I'm like, it has <laughs> to just to be the never again. But it will. It'll get me. One yeah. more stat to leave us with. Here's so they're whinging about some barriers this week. There's been a little bit happening, right? I reckon if you're the owners or the connections or the whatever of hard occur, you can have a win. So listen to its last eight gates, 10, 9, 13, 9, 14, 13, 11, 14. 
That's stiff, isn't it? Yeah. Isn't that stiff? So, barrier three. Three on Saturday. Gap Redraw. Job. Gap job. Yeah. <laughs> um, just before we leave this race to get out stakes, uh, shout out to last week's winner, Fraser Hay, the H train. Mm. He um, he did win. He was one of our um, early, uh, I think he set the leaderboard a lot early in the, the new, the Mastermind 2.0. I think he might have won three or four on the trot. Fraser Hay, the H train. But he won these first get out stakes last week and he's going to go into Market City Meets just in time before he flies out to the UK to play a bit of cricket over there. So good luck on your adventures, Fraser, and congrats on your um, get out stakes victory as well. All right, we'll take a quick break and when we come back, it'll be our best, our maddies, and our lays for Quokka Kata Day. All right, we're back with our Betfair best betting propositions for Quokka. Cata Day and the man who coined the phrase, Daniel Cripps, what's your Betfair best? Uh, best Betfair best. Look, as you can probably tell, not a heap of enthusiasm in this card. Looking forward to just going to the races and being there as a spectator yeah. and enjoying the day, but yeah, not from a betting perspective. Um, the race I'm probably more most involved, uh, keen to get involved in is race four. I want to back Cisco Joe and save Classic Rogue. In saying that, when we were talking about it before, Cisco Joe was four fifty um, now into three seventy, which mm, no does way. yeah dampen my spirits a bit. But yeah, that's um, on a tough day. That would be my best tours play. It is a tough day, Terry. Uh, beats race five. Beats bet fair best beats best fair bet fair best beats uh, each way bet yeah I like Acromantula race 9 too uh, my bet fair best comes up race, race 3 first upper brave venture goes back goes whack oh bang yeah Maddie. that's brave uh, well it's yeah it'll get to 20 bucks hard to occur in the last best horse racing at Ascot on Sunday yeah. hard to occur Farla <laughs> <laughs> 21 about Farla just you wait and see <laughs> Uh, oh, and that was also one that I had on my short list. I'm going to go with Special K, but Kementari. In the cool. Program. Yeah, good. I'm going to go in the in the Quokka as well. My uh, One of my favourite horses of all time, Red Can Man. Um, Shorty McGrady to ride the race of his life. Red Can to run the race of his life. Go massive. Bang. At, uh, 21 plus. So. Tell you what, if we, go think, get them, Red Cat. If we think a lot of these are going to firm up in the markets, uh, you're probably better holding for all the roughies, aren't you? Yeah. Because if, if Bella Nipatina and Emilia's jewel are going to take – Oh, 55, 60% of the market. And there's going to be some numbers for the rest of them. Um, lay, I haven't got much exciting. We rip, I've got a million to one. So it's 270 a place. Lay that. Well, I've, got, I've kind of got swept up in the beads business, the business of beads. Can't lay beads. I'm laying soda. Bugger. Mm, I thought about doing that, but I hate having everything. All my eggs in <laughs> <to> one <laughs> basket. So. Soda. Yeah, my best last week, my lay today. Don't do your lays are winning. <laughs> do it something else. Make it make beads your lay. <laughs> I think my lay got beat last week, so um, I'm in four. Uh, this is off the cuff. I'm going to lay race six, number eight, Rusty Spirit to place yeah. two dollars fifty. <laughs> very good. And uh, invariably, my bet fair lays usually run very well. <laughs> <laughs> Currently loading to bet. Uh, okay, Ruffy for the quaker on the way out. You've just given us one crit. Yeah. Now I've got a question for you off the. Okay. Cut for both because um, we probably didn't touch on the quokka for as long as what we could have is if Amelia's Jewel doesn't win, who is the best local and or is there any local that's a live hope for you? 
All right. Well, I'm just going to – I should have mentioned it earlier. I think that this will probably run – it will just run better than its SP. But if the race – if Shades of Rose kicks up and leads mm-hmm. or it gets the right back, I think Hot Z can run a race. I think it's run the winter bottom. If you look at how that race was run and the, the one, two, three came from last second or awesome. third last, awesome. it was just unreal. So mm-hmm. some horses have sweet spots. Like Comfort Me is a lightly weighted mile. Hot Z carries weight really well. 1,200 metres, it's go. Ascot's, it's go. I love Chrissy Parnham going on for Jason is usually riding it. Um, yeah, just it, it'll go around $100 bet fair yeah. without doubt and it won't win. So you're going to lose any money you put on it, but it will go better than the $100. Play so? <laughs> yeah. yeah, do a first five. <laughs> Is that a thing? <laughs> so, yeah, for the locals, we've got Tricks of the Trade. Head-to-head betting, maybe. Massimo, Red Cam Man, Resort Man, Hot Zed, Western Knight, and Bustler. Um, out, that's outside of Amelia's Jewel, of course. Um, Bustler's. Bustler's interesting. Nice, yeah. yeah, Bustler was super last Yeah. Time. Yeah. That's probably one that's got slightly under the guard, actually. So, what was Bustler versus Amelia's when they were clashing as three odds? Yeah, price wise, yeah, 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 two dollars versus four. Yeah, and now it's three versus sixty. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, Bustler isn't a bad little price there, actually. All things considered, might be another couple hundred bucks I'm about to lose. Yeah, um, but I, I, I do know for a fact that the the camp, um, and there's a lot of. A lot of chatter around um, Tricks of the Trade first up. Very confident, the stable. So, uh, yeah, it's got it's got a bit of everything in this race. So, um, yeah, can't wait to see how it all unfolds. Mm-hmm.